This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. All right, my friend. Uh, so <laughs> it's a funny segment this week. So I don't know about you guys in the office, but we tend to, and the producers tend to, like to go get Chinese food, things of that nature, and they love to bring back the fortune cookies. Do you guys ever get yeah, that, those? That's a, we that's we don't. So what, what we do here is, uh, you know, Fridays is uh, we buy lunch for the office. You okay. know, my wife and I work here, and we'll we'll treat the whole office for lunch. And so it's always okay. Where do we want to get? food from today, whether it's a local pizza place or a hoagie shop or whatever. Right. And we have the probably the, you know, the base four or five that we rotate through every month. But, you know, it's interesting. Chinese is, is never on never on the list. I'll, really? have to, I'll have to throw it out there. Okay. Well, what we decided to do is we take all the little fortune cookies and you get the little fortunes out of them. And we just kind of have a collection of them, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. random things to read from time to time. And we thought, well, let's play some financial fortune cookies. So we'll take, these are some different uh, fortunes that you get out of the cookie. And I'm going to allow you to kind of take it and see if you can kind of morph that into a financial lesson, if you will. Okay. Okay. And just, uh, just an aside there, it's, it's, it's not that I dislike Chinese. It's it's just just hadn't come up. One yeah. of those things I don't I don't think about. Yeah. It's, it's well, there you go. Because I do like uh, you know I do like my general so and you know things like that. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to bring that up now. There you go. Well, see if you can do a good job with these uh, these fortunes, it may spark your uh, hunger interest as well. So let's see what we can do. <laughs> All right. So this first here, here's the first one we had on our on okay. our list. Uh, crisis is opportunity riding on a dangerous wind. That's the financial fortune. Okay. And this it reminds me of a little bit of Warren Buffett's classic line. You know, he says, you know, you should be fearful when others are being greedy and you should be greedy when others are being fearful. And and what does that mean? That means, you know, when the market is going in one direction consistently for a long time, like like it is right now, right? We're in the middle of a, you know, not only a, a 10 plus year bull market, but the last six weeks or so, the market has hit a number of all time highs. Uh, so a lot of people are like, oh, this is great. I got to get in on it. I got to, you know, make money now. The market's going up. And when too many people are, you know, usually going in the same direction, one or the other, it's like, okay, the market's doing great. I got to get in. Or, hey, the market's just doing hor- horrible. We got to get out. You know, Warren Buffett's mantra is that's the time to be a contrarian, right? So if, if you're going to follow his advice, right now with the market hitting new highs, it seems like every other day, you know, maybe now's the time you should be selling and, you know, taking some, some profits off the table, lock in those profits. Uh, and the opposite, right? Back in 2008, when, you know, everybody just swore it was the end of, uh, end of the stock market, right? Market was down 40% over a six month period. Now, for those people who, again, were listening to Warren Buffett's advice, might have been like, "Hey, this is the the buying opportunity of a lifetime. Let me, you know, let me put some money into the market." And if they did, and they, you know, held on, they would have been very well rewarded, you know, during that time span. So that's, you know, kind of what uh, I think this whole crisis is opportunity riding on a dangerous wind you know, seems to indicate. Okay. Very good. Good job with doing that one. Uh, this one's pretty close to one of our own traditional sort of, uh, sayings, if you will, a feather in the hand is better than a bird in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, right. That sounds very similar to, uh, uh, bird in the hand is, 
fourth two in the bush. Right. Right. And yeah, this, this is, you know, kind of, uh, I think almost self-explanatory where it's, uh, sometimes it's more important to protect what you have instead of worrying about accumulating more, uh, classic example. And I've probably mentioned this a couple times over the years, a prospective client I had met back in like 1999 or 2000, you know, he had about a half million dollars in his nest egg. He was so close to retirement. He was in really good shape. And my advice to him was, Hey, let's, let's lock in this money here. Let's, uh, let's kind of put it to somewhere safe where it could just stay as is rather than risking it. And he was like, you know what? I think if I keep doing what I've been doing over the next couple of years, I get to uh, potentially even double this money. You know, so he decided just to stay the course. Uh, and lo and behold, he came in to see me a few years later, kind of shaking his head in dismay, uh, lamenting that he wished he had listened to me because, you know, the half million dollar nest egg, you know, was cut by, you know, probably 25% during the downturn after uh, September 11th. And he ended up working longer than he needed to work because he, you know, he got too greedy, unfortunately. Yeah, it definitely can happen. and something you want to be careful of. Well, what we're doing here is we've got some fortune cookies, uh, some sayings out of the fortune cookies, and I'm having Chris turn these into financial fortune cookies, if you will. So, so far, pretty good. Uh, how about accept something you cannot change and you'll feel better? <laughs> okay. You know, that, that, you know, this reminds me a little bit of the, what do they call it? The serenity prayer, right? You know, the people in, you know, addiction counseling talk about, you know, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, yeah. the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Uh, same thing with with financial investing, right? There's some things you can't control. You can't control what interest rates are like at any given time. You can't control what different changes in tax laws might occur. Heck, you can't even control what happens in the market on a, on a day-to-day basis. You know, so instead of those things and and just worrying about them and griping about them, just focus on the things you can control. You know, how much are you investing every you know month into your retirement plan? You know, what kind of control do you have over your budget? And you know, do you really know what you're spending every month? And you know, what are the things that maybe you could cut out to? you know, put you more in line with your current retirement goals. Uh, so again, just focus on the things you can control and the things you can't just, just forget about it because you nothing you can do about it. Don't spend time or energy focusing on those things. Okay. Very good. Uh, I love this one. This one's great. The greatest danger could be your stupidity. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever use that phrase with uh, with anybody that I meet with, but you know, sometimes I, I, I don't want to say stupidity, but sometimes it's you know it's stubbornness, and sometimes you just get so uh, ingrained in your own in your own habits and your own behaviors that you're not open to you know different ideas that are out there. There's people I talk to all the time, Mark, that have that same uh, mindset. Uh, you know, if that if they're investing, they they need or want to be as aggressive as they can be, uh, and that's just simply not the case. Especially depending on you know where you fall in your investing life and your retirement life. 
Yeah. No, I just think I, I agree with you. It's something I would obviously share with clients, but it's pretty funny that you might get that out of a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, the, I think the, the Chinese probably have less of a filter than uh, than we do. They don't uh, worry as much as we do about being politically correct or anything like that. Well, actually, a fun little note in case you didn't know this is that actually fortune cookies, actually, it's not even that's an American invention. Um, is it really? Yeah, okay. putting fortunes in the fortune I, cookies is actually an American thing. I didn't know. That's kind of like the group America was founded in England, yeah. like we discovered recently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, how about a, a foolish man listens to his heart? What have you got there? Okay, with this one, how I would frame it is, you know, what you wish was true and what you hope will eventually be true doesn't make something actually true, right? So when it comes to financial decisions, you really want to deal with facts and logic and, you know, not so much with, with your heart. You know, I heard it so many times when, you know, someone would, would buy a stock because it had a great story to it, you know, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, power windmills or things like that. And they're like, you know, it just, it just feels like this industry is just going to do great. I just know it. And, you know, they, they fail to look at, you know, all the, the different facts that go along with the industry and why that particular industry may be, may be failing. And they just, you know, just go with their gut. And I, I do believe following your gut a lot of times makes sense, but other times you just have to take the emotion out of it and look at logic and let that dictate your path. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, yeah, just to kind of double check, they think a fortune cookies were made in San Francisco at a bakery in 1918 at a place called the Hong Kong noodle company. So okay. there That's you a, go. We always want to, you know, throw out as much good information as we can, That's whether right. it's, you know, financial information, music, uh, sports, sports yep. or, or just trivia about where fortune cookies were, uh, we're birth. Exactly. Well, I think we got time for one more, so let's just hit one more and jump into this last one. Hard work pays off in the future. Laziness pays off now. Oh, absolutely. And that that's true for really any endeavor. And it's certainly true when it comes to planning for your retirement, because it's so easy to put off the discipline that it takes to, to build a nest egg because it takes time, right? Unless you hit the lottery, you're not going to wake up one day and all of a sudden discover you have 500000 or a million dollars accumulated for, for your retirement. Uh, you do it a contribution at a time, week in and week out, month in and month out, year in and year out. And then lo and behold, you look back and after 30 or 40 years, you have a substantial nest egg. That takes discipline, but it's not that hard. It's not hard to get something set up, put something on autopilot, uh, and then just forget about it. Uh, my one son, Ross, he graduated from college this year, and he's a 22-year-old, and he said, Dad, I want to start saving for, for my retirement. How do I do it? And I said to him, you know, he has his first job. I said, how much can you afford to put away each month? You think that, you know, you're not going to miss it. And he said, I could probably do 500 bucks a month. And I said, that's perfect. You do 500 bucks a month. We're going to open up a Roth IRA. We're going to put it in a, just a S&P 500 index fund where there's low expenses. And, you know, just keep having that $500 pulled out of your account every, every month. And that's six grand a year. That's $60,000 a decade over the next four decades. You're looking at a quarter of a million dollars. And that's, then you look at uh, the compounding of what the market has done. 
you know, I, I said, you're, you're looking at a very, very big nest egg, you know, going forward. And did it take a little bit of work to go online and set up an account and tie it to your bank account and things like that? It took maybe a half hour, but now we, it's, it's on cruise control. Doesn't have to worry about it, you know, for really the rest of his life. That's what a lot of people could do. So I know it sounds intimidating a lot of times to set up a financial plan or even to get a financial review done just to make sure all your ducks are in a row. But really, at the end of the day, the folks that I meet with, they end up investing probably three to five hours over a six week period with me. And then it's basically on cruise control from there. You've been listening to the Financial Forum podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.